love-hate relationship with cheese. I love it. Not the basic cheese and onion crisps. You know the ones you get from like Lidl? And they're like... Yeah, yeah, you can tell like someone's... Some, of them, some of them have thrown cheese and onion on like one of the crisps and the other ones are just completely yeah. dry. I love cheese and onion. No, no, more salt and vinegar guy. I think mm-hmm. the colours few... confuse me though. Sometimes I'm like, what? What's the official colour? I feel like Walkers. It's blue cheese. And Walkers onion. is is blue, right? Cheese and onion. Yeah. But I feel like other brands, it's... salt and vinegar is blue. Yeah. And Walkers did it because they wanted children to learn how to read better or some shit like that. Oh, is it? It's yeah, because it's like you look at the colours and you're like, oh, boom, that blue means that, green means that, and I think they just switched it. No. That's what I heard. Really? That's what That's I heard. Mad. That's what a brother See, heard. I thought all the, you know, the when when green was like, because green, like with all the other packets, is cheese and onion. Yeah. And then blue is salt and vinegar. But yeah. I thought that all came after Walkers. I thought Walkers set the tone. Set the tone with crisps, yeah, Maybe with so. the colours. But that's the thing. That's in, I don't know that's what came first. Back the chicken in the day or the when egg? Walkers used to have, yeah. because ain't the what? What is it? Wor- Wor- Worcester? No, Worcester. Oh, I love right. that flavour. Worcester's a bang bang anywhere gang. I love that flavour. I love it. Banging. Mad tangy. I only have that around Christmas time. Yeah, in the bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's just in that big pack of yeah, crisps yeah. over the holiday. I love it. I love that. Worcester sauce. I haven't fat seen one, one of those in a long... Maybe I'm not looking hard enough. Maybe I'm not looking for mm. them. My brother used to be bang on ready salted crisps No, 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 no. Bang Drop on. me out. Like, that's like the last flavour. Oh, so I didn't you know, know what? recording. No, no, no. <laughs> anytime we step I was, in... I was hoping it kind of was because I was like, yeah. this, 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 uh, this, this crisp conversation Conversations kind of juicy. <laughs> anytime people are going to be tuning in, it's like, what are these guys talking about? Anytime it's set up, I just press record. You I might like as that. Well, bad, you never know what gems man, you can bad get. Bad engine because so it's off the cuff. Yeah, it's off I was, the cuff. I was checking just in case. I was like, yo, yo, fam, press, press, press. Nah, that would it would have been it would have seemed too evasive there if I would have pressed record. We would have stopped talking about crisps. You know, maybe we. You know, it, it could have been a case of imagine if we was going to get onto biscuits. And then mm. I pressed record, that's and then all of a sudden that's, everyone that's a, got serious and started an considering conversation. what they did. What's a quick, quick thing though? Favorite, favorite biscuit? Oh, oh come God. on, man! You can't ask me. You can't ask me. Okay, so like biscuit, biscuit, pe- biscuit that's like that you see as like special. So I feel like I've got my favorite kind of generic biscuit. Oh, so, man. okay, I'll start. Yeah, I got three. Done. Yeah. So in the multi-pack biscuits, yeah. Mm. with like you know just the bait ones that have been there from that will be there to the end of time have been there since before the war like <laughs> been there since victorian they, they probably even they probably even yeah. had them in rations in world yeah. war ii yeah. you know there was yeah. i'd probably have to go for the basic biscuit tin i'd no, probably have no to go for the, the bourbon yeah None. out of the basic biscuit tin Bruh. like the cheap biscuit tin Bruh. and then the the going into just going into a shop just any generic shop Jaffa cake yeah oh yes which is technically a cake and not a biscuit because they took it into parliament when they were going deciding what tax to do and they were like if it was biscuit they would have taxed it higher but as a cake that fits into dessert that's part of the meal so they made a massive Jaffa cake and they took it into parliament they all had a slice and they're like it's a cake but it's in I choose it because it's in the biscuit aisle that's an interesting fact I, I like didn't that, I didn't I know, did that. Not know that that's that. wicked yes, yes. Yeah. so Big it's technically chest, a cake in the shape of a biscuit but it's it's, it's running in it yeah and then there's that other one yeah that's like 
I don't even know what it's called, yeah, but you know, like, it's like a rectangle and there's more chocolate, technically more chocolate than there is biscuit. And there's like a bit of and biscuit. And it's like, like that around the edges. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I love those biscuits. You get a dark chocolate one. Oh my God. What though. are they called? Like, I feel like they're kind of fro- bare European and that. Like, you'll find them yeah, in Lidl yeah, and yeah, Aldi. Yeah. Is it oh, the no. Swiss fingers or something like that? No, not, they're no, not fingers. I know what ones you're talking about, though. That would be on my top, top biscuit. Rectangular um, chocolate. Bruh, they're biscuits. rectangular <laughs> and the sometimes they've got a ship or like a sailor or something on them. <laughs> And I know what ones you're on about. They I are know what ones. I don't know they the name of them. They taste bare posh. I don't know the name of them, but I know Lidl's used to also, ruin them back in the day. Yeah. The really good ones that are above my pay grade, though, that biscuits <laughs> are the, um, you know, the dark chocolate and ginger cookie ones. Oh, like, my gosh. With the, with the ginger stems. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Nah, I don't, I don't know. If I, go into a, if I go into a shop and I pick a biscuit, yeah. the only biscuit I'm choosing... Is a custard cream. Oh, I love it. I wrong. love custard it, and it, cream. And no yeah. matter if you go, if you go into Happy Shopper, if they still exist, you go into Happy Shopper oh, and you pick up a pack of custard creams. I guarantee. Is this in the ninety nine p store? I guarantee that they'll taste the same as if you went to M and S. But furthermore, M and S custard creams are whack. Like you're better off. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not good at oh, all. Man. You can get a no name brand of custard creams and they will still taste as banging as you know. Because M&S like always have that little bit of like special yeah, specialness in all their food. That's like they true. sprinkle some magic well, dust they, on they all of it. It's like they do. <laughs> I, but you do know, you reckon it's marketing? I mean, I'm sure some of, some of it is Peng. To be honest, it's my, M&S is my favourite um, branding for anything. The way that they brand their shit is the best. From the fonts that they use yes. to everything. Yeah. M&S for me is like top, top up there under sexy adverts and that yeah that's yeah. how adverts should they're be they're really good because they <laughs> entice you do you know what they do they entice you because just all adverts should be a bit kind of like after the watershed kind of you got to talk up the things what's your favorite biscuit i think do you know what i think it's gonna have to be i'm gonna yeah, it's gonna have to be a custard cream. My G. Do you know um, why? Because creams. when you like, dip those in said tea, that you guys weren't rated it. I no, you guys no, no be yeah, definitely cream. not. Custard cream, cream. man. Because that's what I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say custard cream. I'm not, dip a I'm, custard I'm not, cream in, really like in cream. tea, and you'll know the levels. What like, tea though? The concentrated concentration okay. of the sweetness of the custard inside the custard cream. Okay. Banging. Second to none. I'm gonna just throw one out here. Go on. What about Oreos? I got asked about that the oh. other day, you know. I feel like, man, it's a funny <laughs> one because I feel like, you know, America is like, market, American marketing is like a thing in it. So, like, you'll see that in films. It'll be referenced yeah. on bit in cartoons and stuff. And I remember, so, all through man's life, it was like when I first tasted Kool-Aid. It was like something from over there. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I first had one, I was like... It's all right, it's isn't not it? Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you know what? Oreos, Oreos are very Moorish. I would, I would kind of um, agree with you on Oreos. Yeah. Because you have one, you're like, oh man, this is nothing. And then I get what you're saying. Ten yeah. minutes, five, three minutes later, I'm going back downstairs yeah. to the biscuit tin and taking the whole pack of Oreos, oh, and yeah. they could be done in a matter yeah. of moments. Yeah. Question: I'm craving. How how much? How, how do you eat them? 
I don't do the opening and the dunking and the yeah. yeah, I just, just I just you in. just have to eat them, but I okay. love it in a cup of tea. I've never tried it in a cup of tea. Oh my god. Or I've milk never. or hot milk. I'm lactose. Are you? Hot almond milk? I wouldn't go for coconut, that would change the taste. That would just change the whole game. I've had like, like chocolate <laughs> hazelnut milk, that could work. Oh, chocolate that hazelnut nice. milk. That's chocolate so, hazelnut yeah, yeah. milk great because it makes like every, every time I put it in like breakfast in like mm. cereal, it just makes everything taste of Nutella. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. man, Nutella. Should we, should we start that conversation or should we? Do you know what Nutella's all right? Have you tasted that new? Jam. Have you tasted that new bar? That no. Nutella bar. It's called no. like a Nutella Go or Nutella something. B, B Nutella or something. B, yeah, something. I think it has a yeah. B in it. Yeah, B Nutella or something. Yeah. And it's just like this crispy thing, mm. and it's like a bit yeah about a oh. bit longer than a custard cream. I don't know why I'm doing this with my hands. No one is listening going to be able to see. It doesn't matter. But it's like, we, we, it's like we, a couple yeah, yeah. inches yeah. and it's just this thin crisp thing and it's got just got bare Nutella pumped into it. I don't it. know about so you just that. Bite it and you're like, mm. Is it like an inside out Kinder Bueno? Oh my I God, know. love Kinder Bueno. How can you love Kinder Bueno, Kinder bueno and, not, and not like Nutella no, though? Kinder Bueno has got like the wafer thing. I haven't tasted yeah. the bean Nutella thing. The bean Nutella but is, is, is Kinder is Bueno life. for me. I remember going on a school trip to France in 1998, right? I was in year eight and I've seen it in a petrol station. No, not, not 1998. Not 1998. And I've seen it and I'm like, what's that? And I walked past it and I always dreamed of it since then. I, I might be exaggerating or conflating the point here. Yeah. But then I've walked into a shop like five years later and I've seen Kingdom when I had it. And I love sweet things. I've got a proper sweet tooth. And when I had it, it was like a dream, man. Every day, I swear to God, every day without fail, on my way to college or something, I'll yeah. buy a Kinder Bueno. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I love like, Kinder I can Bueno. do those all day, every day. Big yeah. up Kinder and big up... Um, bueno. Kinder bueno. and big up... Um, <laughs> damn it, I feel like I've got the facts wrong. I've got like a few dessert facts, like sweet facts. Like, Drop them, man. Drop okay, them. so, oh, you know... Yeah. Like, it feels like I have to cross-reference I love facts. Ting, Hit me. But like, so I know, obviously, Ferrero... What one's French out of them? Is any Ferrero of them French? French? Ferrero's Italian. I think Kinder is as well. Okay, so boom, it's okay. I think Kinder. it's Ferrero. I think it's, damn. For, because I think of the eggs in it, you could choke on the toys. Oh, okay. So I think, okay, so this is oh. it. I think Ferrero yeah. and Kinder. So Ferrero's like the OG guy, yeah. Mm. And then Kinder is his son. Oh, so okay. his so son was like, I'm business. gonna make this thing. Hey, check it out, dad. I know what you've got is really good. I'm going to yeah. carry on this thing, but I'm going to, I'm my own man. So I'm going to make this thing called Kinder. It's kind of more for kind of kids and on the go. Make for the youth then. Do you know what I mean? you got your thing for the ambassador in the advert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that triangle of, of yeah. oh, I love it. I love Yo, it. Yeah, when so someone used to come to the yard with a box of um, Ferrero for Christmas or something, like it really felt as though, it's true what you said about when you mentioned the ambassador, it really felt as though someone was coming <laughs> on a diplomatic visit. <laughs> Because you unwrap the gold foil, you thought it was so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I wasn't really fucking with um, Ferreros back in the day. No. But looking back, it's like olives, isn't it? You don't like them, and mm. you kind of get used to them. Agreed. It's like it grows oh, with no. time. I love it. I love. It grows Ferrero. with time, man. Yes. Yeah. I love Ferreros. My oh, auntie my tried God. to 
throw sh- I think it was my auntie tried to throw shade on How? Ferrero. No, you can't dish. do that. Or it was somebody, a family member, and I felt offended. I was yeah, like, yeah. like if I get that for someone, <laughs> I feel like I've done well. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're too good for them, oh man, I don't know how I'm going to fit into uh, your yeah. life. <laughs> that's the high end of presents isn't it that forever. is or quality streets nah to no, be honest no, no, I'm not quality streets I used to quality. fuck with quality streets mm. bruv my mum used to buy three which ones the yeah. purple ones Um, I used to the purple ones are the ones with the peanut in there right yeah oh my god and you they know, used to be gone yo quickly yo you know what I, I think I feel like me and you could be best friends <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying I feel like that I feel like we could sit watch Netflix could, yes. custard creams quality streets of course only the specific quality mm-hmm. streets Kinder Buenos and Ferrero Rocher may yeah. yeah we'll keep them there like for the once at the beginning of like a like uh, an episode and once yes. at the end we can't overdo it with those that's you know what, what I'm mean? saying and the only <laughs> thing we'll disagree on is who is entitled to the third pack of Worcester flavoured crisps oh, oh we yeah. can come to some agreement and put everything in a bowl that would be hard to decide yeah. to decide that like yeah just like, put you know, it all in a bowl in it all three packs and a multi-pack I used to I, hate I that I would fully like go at somebody like t- to say no man you can't have the last one because you're this and you're that because like <laughs> that could get really deep you know yeah <laughs> I can imagine I, you know I would what? bring up somebody's privilege and entitlement and everything I'll just give, so I'll, I could get the last I've, I've got no I've got no qualms giving someone the last Rolo bruv I'm yeah, just that yeah, guy. 100%. Just that guy. You know, give a Rolo out, you might get the last Rolo. I don't really else. like Rolos, so I can't relate. Oh, man. I'd happily give it out and not yeah, get more. Yeah, I'd give them yeah. the whole packet personally. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, have it. You know, it's I haven't cool. had a Rolo in years. Same here, I might get one after, they've gone, them, they, after the podcast. I feel like they kind of left. I'm, oh, yes. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> what do you say? Get a Beanotella on the way, on the oh, way yeah. out. That's great. You need to try one of them. The Beanotella. You know what? I'll try it. It's very good. I'll try it. I think and I'm get gonna... one of those hippos as well. Those hippos. Oh, What's a hippo? I love the, those the, hippos. The Kinder Hippo guys. <laughs> They're so good, bruv. They're There's like, Kinder Hippo? Yeah, bruv. These little hippo heads, bruv. And they're like... They're like a moment of... Yeah, there's a moment of beauty. Like, yeah. Have they got the, any um, wafer on them? Or? Yes, yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. And they look like a hippo, man. Like mm. a friendly hippo <laughs> out here. Yeah. And then the advert had this blue hippo that jumped into the TV yeah. and oh, was I with the kids. I've never seen that advert. I think I've, yeah, I think I saw it one I've time. I've never seen a it might have been in another advert. country still. It but. could be. I've never seen a kinder advert. I, I feel like... I, Did they need them, though? I feel like, like, you know, I've missed out or lived a sheltered life for not seeing that. I'm usually good with adverts, man. The only cereal advert I remember is is Cocoa Pops. Yo, Cocoa yes. Pops that and was... Frosties. Oh, Tony the Tiger. Yeah, yeah. he was the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony he the was, Tiger was, was the yeah. guy. They're right, so great. <laughs> no, no, I shouldn't even go say on. that. Go on, go, go on, on, go on. Who would, <laughs> go on. Who would win in the fight? <laughs> Tony or Raja? Who's Raja? Oh, the tiger. Um, so I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm segwayed into another man, subject really we were going to talk about later. But um, who's Raja? T- Raja from, from Aladdin. Aladdin, fam. Because Princess Jasmine's tiger. Yeah, I gotta Google that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's it's widely. I known thought you'd enough. seen Aladdin though, Brav, I thought you'd uh, seen most you know, of Aladdin. Brother, I'm 32 years old, fam. I must have seen that 
Bro, good, you like, were of good 25. age when that came out. Yeah. That was a good 25 years ago, potentially. You were at the age where you could see the things we couldn't see, all the all the symbolism and all Real the... Real talk. No, man, I, I wasn't. I was. I must have been about seven or eight when that came out. Yeah. I was. I was not. I was not woke as a child. Okay. <laughs> I was definitely yeah, just I mean, binging out on Cartoon Network. Man wasn't. Yeah. Oh, I like, love Cartoon Network. Trust me. I did love it, and it's not like it used to be. I used to binge it. I used to watch Dexter's Laboratory. Oh my god. Powerpuff Girls. Oh my Ed, god. Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I love that. That was my favourite. I'm like, yeah, cheerleading all the way. I would never. True, say I never had Sky in it, so. I only watch Cartoon Network at people's houses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And if it, if it got licensed by Channel 4 or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. So I know about Johnny Bravo was... Oh, I love Johnny Bravo. Like Johnny Bravo was sick. Man was, like, it was sick and it was it funny because man was kind of predatory and kind of like sexist and kind of... But he, he always was. got b- battered by, by, like, the woman that you liked. So it kind of kind of was okay. I don't know. Is it? Like, I, I, I don't... I don't and, and do you remember the mum in it? The mum yeah. was like, the mum was a mad character in it as well. Yeah. So I know like, it's funny. So I feel like, is it cool for me to like Johnny Bravo? But then I know a, a lot of women that like Johnny Bravo. Well, he is. I used to fancy him. I mean, oh, wow. he had he had that his, he, he had that figure. He had the hair. Man had that that Man triangle of leg day, yeah. Oh, fully, okay. fully skipping leg day. He spent more time at the barbers getting that quiff than the leg day. Like, <laughs> 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 I, I, I always worried about his eyes because you never saw them. Ever. Yeah, always in, ever in glasses. That's why you can't trust them guys. You know, they're muscly guys in glasses. Yeah, yeah. What the type yeah. of guy that wears shades at the him. club? Oh yeah, sunglasses at night and all of that. Yeah wakes no. up with them I was waiting for the episode where he takes them off but that never that never came about I'll do that when he finds true love oh Probably. what a great idea you should write to them and you should write it maybe. write the episode maybe I, I'm just scared that it's just going to be two dots nah Tony the Tiger would definitely <laughs> wipe the floor with Raja bro Raja Raja no. like no, had, no. when you said the Tiger I thought you was talking about uh, what is it Scar is it That's Scar? a lion, boy. I don't know, man. Someone from, <laughs> is it from Jungle Book? No. Who's the tiger in Jungle Book? Sheer Khan. Sheer Khan. No, Sheer Khan would murk. No, everyone, Tony everyone, would. Tony yeah. would. I. Tony would give him a run for his money. Sheer Khan's like the OG tiger. Sheer Khan seems like yeah, an OG no, Sheer tiger. Khan would murk all of them. Yeah, or pretty would. much, I Raja, feel like every, every like, animal um, in the Disney universe, Sheer Khan would probably murk. Raja's, Raja's not. I don't think he's built for the war with Tony. Tony would ice him. I don't know, you know. I think he's a bit fierce. I think he's got another but he side did, to him. But he did act fierce towards, was it Aladdin or one of them? And he bit he bit the, the trousers off of that pompous king who... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, like that, that guy who was like, you were born a street rat, you will be a street rat. No, that and was... only your fleas will mourn you. And he was like... Fleas a, will mourn yeah. you. And he was like this king, this suitor that was going to get Jasmine at the beginning. Yeah. And, oh, then, yeah. and then he walked out the castle with his boxes showing. And oh, stuff, yeah. and that was that. that uh, oh, yeah, I remember shit. that. Yeah. yeah. And when the Sultan was like to to Raja, Allah forbid you have any daughters. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's so that little Sultan was so funny. He like was he jokes. was like he was so adorable. Like he was, he was so, him. but he was so not from Arabia. <laughs> mm. So what? So what is like? So Agrabah was fully made up in it. Yeah. Okay. 
but it's Arabian. Yeah, because like, Arabian yeah. nights and things. Yeah. yeah. But Arabia's a big place. The Arabian Peninsula is such a big place with so many different cultures. Yeah. So it, it must have been like, do you know, um, it must have been based in a, at a time where there was this infatuation with making up stories about the place. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? From the conquests of... Uh, when, say, BP went over there and tried to colonise the oil and shit like that That's, from ex-empires. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've grown up thinking that Arabia was one thing and, I've, and I'm realising that it's just a Bro, big place talk. with so many different cultures and diverse peoples yeah. and stuff like mm. that. So, you know, everything in the, in, in the Western kind of consciousness is based upon some form of um, yeah. going over exploiting and coming back and projecting new images of, of yeah. those places as well yeah. sorry to get so deep in Real such talk. a you know comical conversation <laughs> no, but you know it's just a train of thought yeah no, there's deepness because no. we weren't weren't we saying like there were certain things that on the way here there were certain things that you just didn't clock yeah. when you was like watching some of these films and mm, that yeah Do you know what i mean when you was like younger yeah 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 but even like, but even like aladdin like that is a lot to do with forced marriages mm. and um you know like young muslim women getting mm. forced to marry a, a certain man mm -hmm, because of yeah. his status and the age gap and everything yeah, and actually yeah, arranged marriage arranged marriages and it's just like that is even so prominent not just in you know the Middle East and but across mm. the globe but even in London like mm. it's, it's just it's, it's even in this country like it's mm. so prominent and it's like it's quite scary but you never clock that when you're watching it as a child you don't but only when you grow up you're like wow this is this is deep this is women's rights being mm. being mm. tested here like it's interesting yeah it's mad and we were just talking about the hunchback of Notre Dame as well can I just take this uh take this this uh second to say um, so obviously you're probably you're probably like w listening to this and it's like who's this woman speaking I like her she's kind of cool I don't know who she is but I'm just going with it <laughs> um, um, usually it's just these two guys but this this person's cool um, so this is this is Ambreen Rosia um, and she's uh, she's just joining us isn't it she's a sick artist writer actor and uh, she got to talk about herself in a bit but we we talking about part of the thing we was going to talk about yeah. Disney anyway it's kind of come to that so um just throwing that out there and it's but a good segue into um <laughs> into talking about no it's a good segue in terms of the conversation we was just having and yes. what you just said it's a good segue into um a play that you had done yeah uh hounslow girl diary yeah. of a hounslow girl yeah. diary of a hounslow girl bang, those bang. segues are so good like you know you gotta get like those seg when you get the segue when you get a good segue, segue. it's like yes we're gonna yes. come back to to hunchback and notre dame though because i want to i want to talk about that yeah. get me rep it for esmeralda and that like, <laughs> do you know what i mean She's throw wicked. shade on frollo but <laughs> but you get me want to want to want to talk about you up up in here yeah so um fire away so what would right you then, like to know could you could you like because there's certain things i don't know like mm -hmm. so i just wanted to take it take it back to before um diary of a hounslow girl yeah and just like kind of what you were doing and kind of what what sparked that because obviously I know you was probably on your grind from way before that doing your thing mm -hmm. but i feel like that was that was kind of a um no, do you reckon that was kind of like a like a kind of uh, what do you call it like a 
a, a point in your career because you got like there was a tour from that and you know yeah. and people and it was very well, well reviewed as it should have been because it's a really good show mm. um so you could just explain like the concept like behind that the inspiration behind that and what you was doing and stuff like so, that so well because i was i never said well i i trained as like as an actress mm-hmm. but then i ended up um when i came out of university i never went to an accredited drama school okay when i came out of university obviously you know being you know a young asian actress obviously i was quite disappointed with the lack of roles okay. obviously yeah, as as you know um but i ended up working as a facilitator and as a um teacher um before i started doing acting and um and writing and i worked with girls in gangs for a long time oh, as, a, as a facilitator yeah okay yeah so i ran workshops with girls in gangs and um yeah really like working with those young women who had really kind of interesting and exciting stories did i um develop a sort of diary of a hounslow girl that's where Mm -hmm. that spark came from because you know like you know when you hear like young people talk and you see it when people try and depict it on stage and on screen but it's actually like there's there's a hot yeah but there's just like if you if you can get it right and if you mm-hmm. can tap into the the language that they use because yeah. it changes by the by the week i'd say like yeah, there's new really. like there's new like words there's new like lingo coming out all the time and um i just i was just hearing all this stuff and i was like this needs to go on stage mm. like this needs to be put in front of bourgeoisie audiences and we mm-hmm. need to get these characters center stage because they're so exciting and um yeah so that's that's really where it came from working with those young women she did it as a one you did it as a one women's show as well it was just it was just you it was wow. just and i kind of i kind of wow. forget that because when you talk about all those characters i was like said yeah so all these characters and i was just picturing yeah because there was her friend and then there was the <laughs> mum, and then there was that guy who and i was like no real talk like I had pictures of them in my head but I was like yeah. no real talk like you did all of them yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think I think it was like I don't know like I think doing a I think the the reason why I wanted to do it like that as well is because you know like when you hear like 16 year olds talk about their relatives or mm. like and the way that they talk about them they over exasperate them to be like these horrible gratuitous like horrible grotesque yeah. characters yeah. and actually when you see them they're just like normal people but actually it's <laughs> it's their sort of vision yeah, okay. it's their sort of view on them so i wanted to play with that like her frustrations around these characters and how mm-hmm. she painted them because young people i feel like because of the frustrations they have with the generation above they paint these characters to yeah. be like really like cartoons um Mm. and that's just something i really wanted to play with um Mm. and i wanted it all to come from her point of view as well yeah which is yeah so what what um, what part of london did you grow up in i grew up in southwest london so like tooting okay soon yeah because i'm so is it yeah (laughs) you know what i've driven i've driven to tooting yeah it was Wow. you have to go through so many places to get there well yeah i mean like it's like so you've got like two and then like you've got clapham and then yeah. like you've got all the way up to brixton but i f- i think th- i think this is far like south you know like when you because everyone's like oh you live in south london i'm like no not that south yeah not yeah. that south. Not, the, uh, 
not, not the South London where really things like, are going down like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when people when people are like I live off the ends yeah, that is off the ends yeah ends of the earth yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I say that I feel like I'm, I'm going it's got a tube station. I'm going further yeah. towards them sides every time I move to a different place yeah just further like further away from what people would consider South London mm. yeah. like, South London what Peckham Brixham uh, a bit further bit yeah further than yeah that, like. <laughs> um, but so, it's cheaper like it's so expensive oh, it's just too expensive yeah Sorry. yeah yeah so obviously um because I just I remember speaking to you like and I just assumed yeah that um that maybe you were like from Hounslow yeah like because I didn't really know I didn't really know what kind of the what the image probably is because I wasn't from anywhere around there but just the image of like Hounslow girl what that was mm-hmm. and I remember we speaking like you know the same way people might say oh no that's a roadman or that's an Essex yeah, boy that's yeah. a whatever like just certain groups mm-hmm. um but that was like a really interesting like yeah, what's the Charger. Sorry. Charger. Oh, what phone? You're a phone. phone. The, uh, My Mac. phone. Matt Charger. <laughs> um, but yeah, can you explain just like what 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 a Hounslow girl is for like some of the listeners that might not know so a Hounslow girl is like you know when you've got like so I don't know like when you've heard the term like yeah like Essex girl Chelsea girl yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know rude girl yeah, you know yeah. basically I think everyone sort of knows what a Hounslow girl is if they saw one but they didn't know that that was the name yeah. given to one so yeah. well, well I found out what a Hounslow girl was when I was in college like mm-hmm it's a name given to young Muslim girls who like wear hijabs mm-hmm. like I don't know if you've seen like the phone tucked in the hijab yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's hands free you know that is an innovation yeah there's there's swag in that as well yeah but you know like I'm talking like they like but but these are young girls who are the majority of which like it's not just the way that they look the majority like obviously that's the way the character looked yeah, but yeah. they're balancing two worlds yeah, like yeah, at home they're, they're one one young woman yeah. and when they're with their friends and when they're out they're, they're someone totally yeah. different and it was really based on um, a friend of mine at school who um, basically one day just um, went sort of missing and we were like wow. like what happened to her mm-hmm. so like remember msn back in the day yeah, yeah it was yeah. msn and like bebo and like everything so that all went like she just went off off the off the radar off the radar um and this was wow. over like from year 10 summer to year 11 so yeah. gcse time um and then what we found was that her um parents got her married off in cairo oh, what but wow. what what we couldn't say you know as her friends was that we knew that she was seeing Jermaine here man like Jermaine who was uh, who she loved like yeah, but yeah. he was from a Caribbean background okay, and yeah. it was just a no-go like oh, and what I assume is that they found out and yeah. they didn't want any dishonor on the family oh. But I was like, you know, Jermaine's story is one I'd like to like. That's a horrible, horrible. Like that's yeah. like someone die, like For someone real. like mourning someone. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe like in, love. in a way like as bad sometimes in a way worse because you know this person's around somewhere mm, yeah. in the world. Yeah. And like there's the unfairness to just but, yeah. But maybe like you know Jermaine went through that heartbreak, right? What if like 
he's just on a mission to find his love. Like, can you imagine? That would imagine be a that. Batman Disney like, film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's on a mission to find his love. Jeez. Because Man, at, at, at the age where what they probably were when they was in a relationship, yeah. they're probably thinking, you know what? She's she. She's the love of my life. He's the love of my life. And they want to get together at the end of it, planning a whole life yeah. in their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for yeah. that to be ripped from you, from the both of you, mm-hmm. man. It's, it's and I think at 16, like, what you're feeling in a moment feels like this is this is yes, what it's yeah, gonna it's, be this is this is mm-hmm. my life now like this is it because everything's so heightened at that yeah. age mm-hmm. but um at the same but yeah i mean it was it was sad so i can't imagine shout out mm. to jermaine by the way shout <laughs> out, jermaine. that's a modern day montague and capulet stories yeah. in regards to culture yeah and it would be great if that was explored it would and be like, imagine mm. if romeo and juliet was interpreted in such a way mm. that would be good yeah next play yeah want to be there front front but front she used to like take her hijab off like okay. after school at like yeah, three o'clock yeah. and um and she used to have this like beautiful like curly brown hair mm. and um i remember she she took it off and like we'd all be like in the toilet the girls toilets like doing our makeup thinking thinking we're gonna meet the love of our lives on the way home yeah. from school because that's obviously you know that's the only ha- place at that, that age. exactly yeah. like after <laughs> school like yeah. you know when mcd's or something yeah that. exactly <laughs> you never know he's gonna be sitting in kfc <laughs> do you know what i mean so um but it's mad because yeah she should take it off and then like she'd put it back on when she had to go home and i remember she said to me that um two two months growing up for her felt like two years because all of all the ducking and diving she was doing so it felt really long and like like exhausting yeah um but yeah she's i hope she's okay somewhere in the world yeah i hope she's i hope she's happy I hope so. You know, yeah. And to Jermaine, I hope Jermaine's fan. Yeah, as well, Jermaine, we'd have to write it. Jermaine goes to Arabia. Forget Aladdin. Yeah. This is the modern day story. Jermaine goes searching. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's going to see the pyramids and you know learn about his ancestors, but yeah. instead, he goes on a mission to reclaim his love. Oh, I'd love that. Okay, so a less a less Hollywood version. But what <laughs> do you reckon would happen if 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 I feel like I don't even know Jermaine. What do you reckon would happen though if Jermaine? So I don't know what Jermaine's romantic situation is now, but you know people go go to you know like Cairo and stuff, like couples and thing. What if he went with somebody else that he was with now? That he was like, yeah, yeah, I like this girl. She's a really nice girl. We've been together for like Mm. you know like a year or something. Yeah, let's go on holiday, babes. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, and then. And then, like, man's just out there, and he sees somebody in, like, in, like, you know, just on on the in the market in yeah, somewhere, yeah. Oh and he's my like, god! He's like, he's like, she looks really familiar, and she yeah. looks at man and just look, and then then kind of hides away, yeah, and um, or disappears oh into the bazaar. Yeah. I'd and love he's, that. Oh my god! Like, and and they have like an interaction, that and that she's with his so gu- her guy that she she you know was married to yeah. and he's with you know this other woman yeah i don't think they'll because of the culturally and cultural barriers and everything like that i don't think they will be able to interact no but, but they could a situation a, a situation happens when they do i don't know what it is yeah it's, like, it's almost man meets her at the back of something yeah he could you know steal I mean? a look right 
she's going to pick up some um, some oranges. I love it. I knew it was going to be oranges. <laughs> it's always oranges, <laughs> isn't it? Because like, you know, I swear that was even oh no, oranges like, are filled with vitamin C. I feel like stories of that part of the world. There's always oranges just about. Straight. <laughs> so, no vitamin C deficiency out no. there. None whatsoever. <laughs> and they're always in like a pyramid, isn't it? On like these yeah, yeah. market stalls. Yeah. Like, Someone's yes. always getting chased through the market trying to steal. And one. then they fall. Oh, yeah. There's always. There's all. I think Indiana Jones had a scene like that. I don't know though. Yeah. I have to go back Indiana and watch that. Jones. <laughs> nice brown girl being rescued by the the, the lovely white guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've come with my American values to save you. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones, <laughs> relics. Oh man. So um, yeah. Big up, big up, Jermaine. <laughs> so, so we go. So okay. So obviously, this um. So you do you do the play, you start at Overwood House, you do yeah. the tour. Tour goes really well. I saw I saw you on one date of that tour. Yeah. Up in where was it? Outside of Newcastle. Some dead area. Yeah. Some sorry dead. about sorry hey, for anybody well, who lives they, there. They, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm being. They loved your show. I know they okay, did. In their, yeah. In their dead area. <laughs> they. I heard them saying, "Oh, it was really good, wasn't it?" And somebody, somebody walked past the theatre. I was outside. Some yeah. guy walked past. Some old guy walked past the theatre. You going to see that play? You going to see that play? I don't know what his accent was. It was up north. I think they're trying to do it. Said, "Going to see Diary of a I said, "Yes, it's really good. You know, I saw it last night. Oh. Really good play." And then this man's in this man's That's in this theatre, and I'm watching like, mm-hmm. you know, this 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 girl from London. Like doing a play about a girl from London, do you know what I'm saying? And like with yeah. bare slang in it and stuff, oh I'm just God. just real, fully real. And there's all this like me and my bro were like the only people that weren't white in there, yeah. mm. and it was just all all these white people from far outside of London. Yeah, and they just they loved it. They thought yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah, because I think like it was so well well acted, and the emotions <laughs> were so universal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and I thought this must be this is a really cool thing because these guys are really getting to experience to live in this area where there's probably not many people that ain't white. Yeah. Mm. It's like an insight into an yeah. experience. Yeah. And I they, think that's great. Previously missed out on. Mm. Are, are there any plans to bring it back? Because I'd, I'd really He'd like love to see, to see it. Yeah, so hopefully. Yeah, it did come back. I watched it. Fingers the, um, cr- it did, yeah. It but did you come was back. Like, I didn't even get to be in that still. You <laughs> <laughs> was like, you was no, like when Eddie Murphy didn't come back for Mulan 2. He was uh, like, no, somebody else, somebody that else That wasn't the that. same, you know, no. Mulan 2 without, without Eddie Murphy. It wasn't. However, though, big big up Nyla because she's safe and she's a good actor. Yes, she man's seen her in a play before and she's sick yeah Nyla was a firecracker and I think what was amazing was that because when we auditioned her like there was something that I'd I'd, she taught me something about my own play that I'd never even seen okay like actually like because she's so she looks very young Nyla and there's a there's a you know everyone has a casting one of hers is she looked there's a vulnerability there Mm -hmm. and um, all of a sudden I was watching her and I was like god like I can see the themes like really clearly because it's almost as though at that moment in time you're you're not in the picture anymore so Mm. you can admire it yeah as an onlooker yeah and actually there were parts of it i was watching it and i was like this is quite sinister i wrote this to be quite funny but actually like the moments where she meets this this tattoo artist and this guy you know we don't know how old he is it's not clear but for some Mm -hmm. reason when nyla was doing it it's the way she was doing it because she was almost like because she was an actress and she because she hadn't written it like 
she'd just done a whole different take on it and all of a sudden mm. I started seeing child sex exploitation and I started seeing a lot of like stuff that I didn't I always saw it as just a young love but then all of a sudden when Nyla was doing it Aaron was like 30 something (laughs) and I was like I never it's mad like and that's the beauty Mm. when actors take on different things and it can be a whole different play so that that was what that I was I ain't gonna lie I saw when I saw when I pictured that was a guy's name Aaron yeah yeah when I pictured him it made me think of like older man that I used to hang with that were like like 18, 19 but mm-hmm. they were trying to do things with like girls that were 14 um, yeah. or 15 so yeah. they were like old enough to know better yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean and like yeah. men to them mm. do you know what I mean so that was interesting for me and it was like and I could see like the way she was looking at man like mm. he was this big guy doing this thing but he was just still just a teenager living with his mum though yeah. do you know what I mean mm. but yeah. like but yeah. it's, it's how it's how like she I think a, a big part of when I wrote it what I wanted to show was that she saw him differently to how the world would see him the world yeah, would see yeah. him as a young guy who might be unemployed and a bit mm-hmm. of a creative who's still living with his mum upstairs yeah. but she saw him as this yeah. kind of like this amazing figure yeah. like my director asked me to draw him once she asked me mm. to draw all the characters yeah. in like a really cartoon grotesque way so that I could embody them and they could be really big yeah, yeah. and um, I couldn't draw Aaron like so I ended up just drawing loads of colours on the page because right, for me okay. that was like how I saw him I just yeah. saw him as this mystique that was just like it's like a like an entity like just loads of colours just some, mm. something that just makes her feel feel really good and really happy um but yeah it was it was it was interesting it's interesting yeah oh man i hope to see that one yeah you have to come and see it it will be on again definitely it it needs to be it's an important it's it's an important um piece of work (laughs) Mm. so um all right so from so from past successes to future and present ones (laughs) Yeah. yeah so um so what you're working on you're working on a couple things now right well probably more but um you're doing the play pot is that how you call it or is it just pot or is it just pot yeah yeah Yeah. and then um damn the other one and the name's gone out of my head but the one about the man the brother yeah who'd been to prison yeah and that yes relapse yeah and that's like a that's gonna that's like a film that's a short film short film yeah yeah okay so um could you tell me about like about pot first actually because that, that concept's really cool yeah pot um, pot like for me like i i always i used to work with no um neville lawrence stephen lawrence's dad mm-hmm. and um when he used to talk about his son um when we used to go and do forum theater and stuff in 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 like prison like prisons and prus and schools and stuff and then yeah. we'd we'd bring him along and because he was our patron for the mm-hmm. theater company we used to work for and he had this unbelievable presence but an unbelievable sadness that just washed over him as well and um whenever we he spoke like the room you could hear a pin drop like it was Mm. just he and he told this obviously i heard this story millions of times because he would go and tell this story over and over again but i it felt like i was hearing it for the first time every time um and he, he would speak about his son and you know Stephen and the, the heartbreak around it and stuff and I I just I felt really re- like a strong like need to tell the story of Damalola yeah Shakilas Townsend 
uh, Stephen Lawrence and the h- hundreds of other young people who are inadvertently impacted by gang yeah. culture yeah. who aren't involved. Which is probably more mm. so than gang culture. Like I felt like growing up is like everybody was impacted by it yeah. if you're from a certain place whether you're in it or not but that's the sad you know that's I mean? the sad yeah. thing sad. and it's like mm-hmm. just because you look like someone yeah you'll get you'll get killed over precisely that precisely like you and it's like everyone when you're growing up everyone dresses the same yeah and it's almost as though even if you weren't in a gang right you'll still get approached you'll still get looks by people from people yeah. and stuff mm. like that and it was hard navigating that world where your neighbours in a gang yeah. or the people that you hang around with sc- in school some of them are gang affiliated not quite in there but brothers yeah. and such yeah. neighbours like it was a crazy world growing up yeah um, because you had to kind of tread this fine line of alright oh, I'm, I'm not going to go to that party because I might get rolled up on by these lot yeah. but if I do go to this party I know X, Y and Z from yeah. that estate and you know they'll look out for they'll me they'll look after me yeah you know, you know what I'm saying so yeah. it was it was horrible growing up to some degree and I think what, what really annoyed me was that um, the gang prevention unit had been completely cut off by yeah. Theresa May oh, um, oh, she'd, she'd, um, she'd completely like taken all the funding out of it um and you know she made all these promises um when she was home secretary that Mm -hmm. um she was going to help like people rehabilitate from gang culture Mm. and instead she just cut the whole thing off like she didn't you know there was no funding at all going into it she cut off the gang prevention unit completely and i was i was really like furious because obviously i'd worked with girls in gangs as well But I wanted to put a, a a female lead in it, and I wanted to make her um, a gang. She's a gang member, yeah. the lead character in it, and she sort of wakes up on her flat, and she's a bit sort of. And this guy comes in, this young guy, and um, she's like, "What am I doing here?" And she feels like she's sort of in in hiding. Um, yeah. But later on, it's revealed that she's been kidnapped no it's it's do you know what it's deeper than that but i won't i won't spoil it but basically yeah yeah, but it's like yeah the 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 space is not it's not all it seems it's not all it seems it's it's somewhere else um so yeah but it's but again yeah it it stems from all of those things that i felt really angry about so yeah that's where pop came from so it had a really successful run at oval house and we're taking it on tour next year with a fantastic amazing cast what what time of the year does it start next year autumn so it's going to go on an autumn tour yeah and uh plug plug yeah yeah i swear there's um I swear there's like there's a, a bit of bit of crowdfunding going on <laughs> for, um, we do we have a little bit of crowd we have a crowdfunding campaign set up for yeah, it let's get that money let's do, well, yeah, where speak, is it talk a bit yeah, about tell that. us about that crowdfunding <laughs> <laughs> is a very powerful way mm. of getting funding for something because it means that you're direct to consumer yeah and when I was thinking I was thinking about this earlier before I came today and I was thinking wow it's a very powerful form I don't want to relate it to any of the road stuff that Mm. I use to to relate everything to so I can understand stuff but it means that no one's in control or telling you how you could dictate or do your thing totally right it's the people that people invest in um, the project by giving their funds and everything else and resources right Mm because they want to see something or your story speaks directly to them. So exactly. ultimately, 
their patrons of your vision yeah. to tell their story. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's very good what you're doing. Yeah. And you realise who your true friends are. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, you know, there, there is... I am there, there, that does it does make certain things tense I've heard yeah. um, no it's fine I mean to be what? honest like, <laughs> like, like when was the last time you even got me a birthday present I don't even care about that yeah. you couldn't even give me a done. bit of all the drinks I've bought you all the clubs I've spotted you to get into <laughs> and now you've got a job you couldn't even chuck man a few quid yeah okay. no yeah no it's I mean to be honest like people are supporting people are sharing yeah, yeah um, and that's that's the main thing so the pot campaign is is open for a few more days so we're accepting any kind of contributions yeah but um be in the link in the in the bio in, for this thing oh perfect be in the link so scroll down click mm. on that thing wicked yeah. yeah so that will be in there and um yeah i mean we just um we raised uh we hit our target for our short film relapse oh, what? which well is done. which well is done. amazing um and oh my god the people who donated we were like where this love has been sitting here the whole time and until yeah. you put like a crowdfunder out there you're yeah. like wow my god people mm. people actually like are supporting this so i think it reveals that so many people want to see you win and it goes back to the point oh it's amazing yes. it's like people want to help you tell a story yeah that previously they couldn't tell maybe a cousin a son a dad or yeah. anyone from that they know has been going through yeah. the thing that you're going yeah. to um uh, shed light on and what you find is that it's not necessarily people in the arts like it's people that it affects like people who have mm. been through the reoffending yeah. system or people yeah. who have been in prison and come out and gone wow i need like that's that's a story i want to see um and it's just mad the contributions that you get it's not people that you expect yeah. so that's really exciting yeah people in the arts man like <laughs> i mean some of them are great but sometimes you're like oh these men are long man like, do you know what I mean like, it's like uh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it like there's communities within the arts that are very supportive but then the arts as a whole oh man the arts as a whole like, I don't, I, I don't want to get into it because like but, 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 but sometimes I wake up and I'm like you know oh, fuck the arts in it it's very long yeah like, like they don't they ain't trying to have anybody come in and, and sometimes it's just sometimes when I'm thinking when I have to do stuff with young people yeah. and I have to encourage them and make them feel like they've got a realistic path into this thing yeah. and then I look at myself I look at all my peers and people that I see I had to grind so hard and just all of these things yeah. so much harder than everybody else so I think like personally like and it's kind of what we do with pull up fam it's not bare the music industry that come to pull up it's just people that like to party yeah it's real people that like to party so i, I think not that i'm trying to throw shade on anything but i just think in terms of like just getting like real people that really believe in what you're yeah. doing yeah because they're just as good critics as people in the arts precisely if, if you get somebody that's from that's from like a background of gang culture and they come up to you and say yo that was great yeah. You know, that, that was a was great sick. depiction of what I went through. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's for, worth way more. That, of course. Oh, so much more. So much more. I think the resistance to the arts, could it just be the bureaucracy of everything? So you need to get stats, you need to get this. Because when I was working at, um, when I was in a workplace that was in the arts, yeah, right? I had to collect so much stats. And a lot of it, I was thinking, why is there so much bureaucracy just to kind of provide a service to people yeah you know what i'm saying and 
goes back to that point again about crowdfunding that if you get real people Straight to, to fund your stuff you don't really have to answer jump through so much hoops you just need to deliver and tell their story i mean i i think as well like it's really important like and i i try and do this with every play that i i write or every 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 piece of work that i do is yeah. to have a level of outreach afterwards mm, so outreach is otherwise what's like i feel yeah. like what's yeah. the point so i you know with um with relapse for example like you know a big part of the funding was to get facilitated discussions set up between the met police and offenders after oh, wow. they've watched the film to go what what is the what's going on yeah. like what is it why are people reoffending yeah. is it something that you're doing is this a relationship that we can improve because mm. i think that there needs to be a follow-up after you put a piece of Most art out definitely. there 100% and um, yeah I mean it's the same same with pot it's about why people keep falling into gangs you know it's mm. questioning the care system as well yeah. what's happening there where kids don't feel like they they belong so they're finding temporary sources of love yeah. and family yeah. on the streets um, and yeah I mean it's it's it, it's really important to have that outreach definitely yeah. and it's also finding finding out kind of like whether the workers in that sector mm. actually care about what they're doing oh, like, man. you know what i'm saying because i find that say for instance my mum right my mum has worked within the care sector for donkey's years yeah she's she's been a part of it right and she's very nurturing mm. she was the type of mum like my friends will call her mum too and she'll cook for them. She'll understand what they're going through if their parents don't really understand. Yeah. So then she brought that into the sector that she was working in. And you'll find that a lot of people working in that sector don't really care. There's only a handful Rough of people you, that yeah. care enough to make a difference. Because yeah. when you're in those care homes, fair enough, you're not a substitute mum. But you have to, like my mum does every day, she takes all of their issues and makes them yeah, hers and so she it can home. improve. Yeah. Now mm. she works in a unit... Um, in Wandsworth where they have psychologists they have police officers one of those units right mm. and she goes into families where the kids probably haven't been going to school or for instance they're involved in gangs and stuff and she works with the families with the backing of a unit to kind of improve things yeah but for roles like that you really have to care and the, the one struggle that um, units and setups like that have yeah. is continuous funding from yeah. the government and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. funding's you know? a big problem. And I feel that when I was growing up, we had youth centres in every neighbourhood. Yeah. Like yeah, Monday, yeah, yeah. I can go and do the decks in Greenwich and then the other day it will be Deptford, etc, etc. But nowadays, there's nothing for the kids to do. No, nothing. There really is nothing. And it's sad. Yeah. It really is sad because when you go to those different youth clubs, you get to meet other people. Yeah. So instead of fighting against them on like a neighbourhood versus neighbourhood level mm. you make friends with everyone yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying whereas these days there's so much animosity yeah because there's really nothing to do there's nothing for them to put their energy into then they might play a I'm not blaming it you know what fuck it I'm blaming it on a lot of factors <laughs> yeah. they're listening to um certain types of music and living it out because they're know, not seeing any example and playing. Listen to, yeah, I don't think we I don't really want to I, go into the influences I see I see is that there's always been there's always been stuff that glamorizes violence and drugs and, mm. and things but like that but if you're sitting in your like, yard for eight hours a day shooting people in the head on a computer but that's you're kind of gonna bring that's, that out that's, on the road that's, that's, that's not everybody goes on to do that number one think of what there's bare Japanese kids that 
B stay doing that and the level of violence in Japan is very very low I think I think like the main things is if that's all you get left if that's all you're left do you know what I mean? If you see if you see a video game screen more than your parents, if you see, if you if if you get more validation from playing a video game, then mm. you know things well, like that. That's what it is. Then it's validation, isn't it? But I think the main thing to blame is the fact that that um they only have that because like if I had if man mm. had nothing in my life at all, but I had like you know gangster rap, road rap, and video games, and that was it. That was the only validation I got, and then I got I could live a kind of almost real life version of that in a gang. Then that's what you're gonna do in it because that's like validation, mm. and I think like it helps if you can do some type of thing. If you do some type of thing like spitting for us, you get that yeah. validation. But, but that's the thing. Mm. If I I'm looking at an example of people I grew I grew up with, yeah, yeah. I had music, so I didn't join a gang because I always had something. I always had I focused on something greater, which is sharpening my skills. Um, DJing at parties and whatever. Mm-hmm. The guys that didn't, they were in a this thing seriously. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Fighting for no reason, um, selling drugs, um, stabbing people, shooting, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because they had to live up to a bravado. Like their bravado and their reputation was all they had. Yeah. Plus, if you team that into some of the music they was listening to or whatever, the fact that they never had. Uh, good role models or something to put their energy into or mm. someone to show them a proper way they was going down that route yeah so when i say it's the music or what they consume from my experience and seeing how um people that i know that grew up and took that life it's definitely that fam because they didn't have alternatives yeah. like, i was fortunate enough to have role models or have something to focus on mm. the people that i am talking about they didn't well, and becomes, that goes for 40 to 50 it people a, fam. it becomes a soundtrack to, that becomes a soundtrack to your life, innit? Like, I know that... I don't know. I guess it depends on experiences, innit? And I know that it becomes a sound... But I, what I mean is, is, it's like, I know it influences that, but I think it's a lot deeper than that. Like, any the, the worst stuff I ever did, or the situations I ever did, the last thing I thought about was some gangster rapper. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was because mm. it was survival and that. Like, I just thought of the streets and... You know what I mean? So, I'm and obviously, that did music did play into that so i listened to some it didn't influence me but i'd listen to some things and i had a, i'd have a new relation mm. to that music yeah do you know what i'm saying because it was like what i'm saying is a it's a contributing factor fact. it's a i think it's, it's a cycle it's like art imitation yeah, imitates it, life course. life imitates art right like and that's exactly what it is fam. Yeah. And people out there were doing mad shit and some of that was inspired like saying paid in full when rico shot the guy in the ass you've heard of stories in the ends of people shooting people in the ass fam. Mm. like just because they saw that in paid in full like people yeah. are living that shit out oh, God. no seriously <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. It's, ser- it's a serious thing so it's crazy it's because um, they, they really don't have any kind of sight or even the self-esteem to say you know what i'm not gonna follow this predetermined route I'm gonna stand up and do something else, bro. I mean, education plays a lot of big role in that, man. I remember like leaving college for beef. Like my friend would just yeah, call me up and like, say, and say, "Well, you can say what you want, bro, but like, yeah. that was my story." That's <laughs> true. No, I mean, it's long. Oh, it's it long, was. It was. It was, was long. long and the thing is, I was in this. I was in this class, and I was like, oh, "I hate this guy who's teaching this class. Man gets no yeah. ratings. Man gives me no ratings." And it's like they they told man I was gonna fail anyway in this course. That's and then my boy up. says, "Oh, somebody tried it on my sister. We're gonna go to this estate. You wanna come?" And I'm like, 
I just look around. I'm like, look at your audience. Yeah, yeah, bro, right. I'll be there in like yeah. an hour. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, that's my boy. He needs help. I'm in this place where none of the none of the teachers rape man, and, and no it's one's so trying to dead. put you on the path. No one's trying to put you on the path to to pass. No, if they're, telling, if they're, if they're looking at you and they're saying you're gonna fail, yeah, like how do they expect you to stay in that class if something's come up? Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna go to the place that kind of. I'm like, I need to help my prop. Yeah, boy. it either empowers you or it or or shows you some form of support. But so it, you're gonna go to I your think it goes back to um what Ambreen was saying when you're like a teenager and you don't um. You, don't, you see life as very short, you don't really see mm. it. And two months can feel like two years. Just you know I mean? because, feel like because, ten years. Yeah, yeah, because you go, you go, yeah, exactly, because you go through so many things. More stuff than just somebody who lives a middle of the road life mm. in their, like, you know, mid to, like, you know, whatever, like, 20s or 30s. And they just, you know, they'll probably go through way less of anything, yeah. you know, in like 10 years and they just have their path. And then you're just going through so many things trying different things getting roped into stuff yeah it's a, it's a really delicate time i think but i think mm. um it i think it always comes down to with 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 young people like feeling yeah. like they need to you know just whatever it the reasons might be around it but they just don't want to be at home number one they might not have a stable home yeah. yeah but it always comes down to you know like i work with um young uh muslim girls who are on the cusp of radicalization wow. and, and and stuff as well so yeah. it's like again like it's this it's sort of it is basically gang gang prevention work because isis is a gang yeah yes. do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's like um so it's it's dealing with the sort of same same things in terms of chemical pathways that these that these people experience it's the same sort of you know things going off in the brain um mm. but it when you when you work with individuals you realize that it always comes down to a deep compounding issue and everything else is like noise you know like yeah. music um movies things like that but it's, it always comes down to the some maybe a trauma that happens yeah. um you know a lot of young men who do go to syria uh, a lot of them are um homosexual oh, wow. because they can't um come out to their okay, parents so it's like a rage they've they've paved over this crack for so long that yeah. it, it manifests itself into some some other type of uh, avenue to to put their yeah to well, put their energy but into. it's it's energy but it's also a ticket into paradise okay it's the only way oh okay fuck. is is mad. being a martyr wow um That's so it's That's like so it's like um you know working and then it's you know with young women it's a, it's a sense of feeling loved and belonging yeah. and also you know just to cut out the the bullshit a lot of it is sexual tension that is built up mm, that, okay. that 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 young that they can't talk because mm -hmm. in is like, like growing up as a young muslim girl as well it's something that yeah. is not discussed and talked about um so it's like all of that there's there's a combination of that and you know wanting to go out to syria and hold an ak you know 47 or yeah. hold like a sniper and it essentially being a bit of a penis extension <laughs> oh, because yeah. because it's like yeah. and they think they're in the uh, you know some kind of music video and it's yeah. like some of them things look like music videos. yeah but it's 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 crazy but yeah i mean it's it's the same thing but we were talking about um when, when it was just amazing the sort of the relation to the 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 gang stuff that you do you work with on the streets and yeah. then that kind of gang stuff and actually the people that come out of it um the majority of them have because it can take years to kind of de-radicalize mm. someone 
Um, but to to immediately come out of something, the ones who have have had euphoric experiences, which have usually been birth or death because yeah. I don't think you can get higher than, than the two. Mm. So, you know, like a, a young girl that I, I worked with, she saw her brother shot on a doorstep. Mm. Um, Fuck it all. And either you make the choice to come out, yeah. that will make you come out, or it will make you go go in and she yeah, went in yeah. and you ask her why and she doesn't know but it's obviously come some kind of revenge thing yeah. um so yeah i mean it's it's like it is it's or, or like for example tracy miller who was part of the under 28s gang in brixton who it was basically my patron for pot and my go-to yeah, person she was the one yeah. that you spoke to in the initial stages right like the r&d kind of yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, she yeah. was my um i just picked her break like we we met up and like mm. spoke about it and she like came in and, and saw everyone and everything and she um she basically she had a child and then she left yeah. the gang life but she, she I, I remember she i'll never forget what she said i remember like out of all the killing and that she'd done and she'd been stabbed and you know the prison system that she would like the prisons that she went to and yeah. things like that the worst she was like the biggest most the worst thing that happened was that when she'd removed herself from that life yeah and someone called out her name her gang name which she'd left yeah. behind oh. and she was like i felt like a cut like because her name's tracy but her gang name was sour and oh. it was because she, her mum was muslim and her name was salva but say oh, in a south hey. london accent it's sour oh. and someone just went sour and she was like it's, it's just almost, that just took her like yeah it took her it was back a blow. That split split moment yeah it was Shit. a blow she's an amazing story amazing Shit. amazing story and just to see her turn it around now and work with work with young people yeah. is is so, is incredible that's an amazing thing because you've got someone real that's been in that life giving you the gems like you don't really want to go down that route no. when i was growing up you used to hear about 28s from brixton yeah and you know they were they were a really serious lot of people yep. from what I used to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And I man. think as well, like, because she gained the status of basically being a man quite quickly in the yeah, gang, yeah, as opposed yeah. to like, ready to put stuff yeah, down. As opposed to a female gang member, she was doing everything that the the men yeah, were doing. It feels like you don't really. Like there's definitely like a status thing, like you know, just being like the girls, mm. like one of the main man's like girlfriends, baby and mothers, or, like, or country yo, runners. Hold, hold this strap. Yeah, you yeah. Know, hold this drugs. Like, do you know what I mean? But actually being like the status of like, yo, understand, like I'm a certain member of this thing. Like I'm yeah. not just, yeah. I'm not yeah. just any girl. Like you will get murked. You know what I mean? Like mm. that must be. That's quite. A un that must be quite a unique story to itself in a yeah. way. Like her journey to not just being any kind of w woman that got kind of went through a gang and kind of got mm. used by them but actually yeah calling the shots yeah yeah yeah, yeah and being a big mad. being a big part of that but she yeah. but again it came down to you, you really look into it and it came down to the fact that she you know she said that her, her mother had mental health and her dad was in prison yeah so she really has had no one to turn to no one so no they, one. it's almost like when people say you know the gang they kind of became my family it's not even a cliche that's like it a is real yeah because we all want to belong like especially at 16 like yeah, i think more than ever, probably. Mm. and until the day we die we want to be loved yeah that's what it comes down to we all want to be loved 
but especially at the age of six like you want to feel like you belong in something that's bigger than you yeah or be a part of something that's more you know epic or bigger or something like that to 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 just like you know roll by yourself is like not the one at 16 at all (laughs) man's a fan of solitude but certain times i'm like yo man i ain't spoken to anyone in the like you you kind of do you kind of want a crew like like, you kind of want peeps around it's weird because growing up growing up it it was long to roll on your ones but the older i get I do prefer my own company yeah. to a degree because you find that a lot of the people that you find yourself around or when I reflect on back in the day, a lot of these a lot of those people weren't nice people. No. You know what I'm saying? And you, you tended to, to get involved in stuff because of who you associated with. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Listening to, to you speak about the work that you do and the different people you work with. Yeah. Man. Like <laughs> you you it, oh man I'd, words can't describe the admiration oh, because you. you're hearing all of this stuff yeah. like how do you process it how how do you come away from some of the work that you do and not take that on if you see what I'm saying um, to be fair like my facilitation work has uh, hasn't been as prominent lately yeah. so I have had the space to just be able to collate and have space from it and collate it yeah. and write about it um, which has been which has been quite good but when I was like sort of in the thick of it and you I, I, it's, it is hard it yeah. is really hard when a young girl's coming up to you going I don't want to go home because yeah. of XYZ mm. and it's like what like it's Oh, it's like it's so difficult because it's just like what, what do I do do I take her home with me do I do I do, oh, you have to refer her to and, the proper and people boundaries is a thing uh, it's, yeah especially like, when you're working with young people yeah, yeah. I like, used to go through the same sort of yeah thing, right, it was exactly it was exactly the same it was like and you'd care you know and people say oh make sure you're careful and this that's a yeah, I know, but like, man, man fully cares though, isn't it? Like, that's what I'm doing this fully thing. Fully cares, yeah. You know, like, mm. fully. Like, I'm not, like, it got to a point where I wasn't even working there. For, I wasn't working there for the company. I was working there for the young people. Yeah. You know, I stayed as long as I did. And, and it is a thing where it's like, no matter what boundaries you set, you might be the only person that they feel like they can talk to yeah. in the world. And I've heard that. And, and that's, obviously, you feel very privileged when you hear that. Like, but at the same time, you're like, man, I don't know. I don't How know much what can to I do, do though? Yeah. Like for mm. you, do you know, I'm glad you feel like you can confide in me, and, mm. and it is, it is like when you got situations like that when someone comes to you and says, hey, "I don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight, <sighs> and I don't know if I'm going to be safe yeah. wow. in my area going back because mm. these peeps are, you know, stuff like real stuff." Yeah. And then you hear what other pe- advice other people have given to them, and you're like, mm. "Really?" like people yeah. that work in the sector yeah. and they're just just call the police okay if they come just call the police I'm like, that's I don't know if don't you know how gangs work and yeah. that but like yeah. it might get more peak so yeah and, and it is it is hard taking it taking it all home do you know what I mean because mm. when you know that you're the only person and because of how relatable I, you know I can imagine that you probably are to these young people yeah. Do you know what I mean? They probably just see that in you without you even trying to make that happen. I think because I, I, like, I, I never shy away from my age. Yeah. You know, like I'm 25 and I'm not too far off from young yeah. people. Yeah, and that's yeah, it. And I yeah. think if you if you radiate that and you show them that, mm-hmm. that you're actually one of them and you're, you're young, you're a young girl still learning stuff yourself. Yeah. I think there's a level, an instant connection that, yeah. that happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, 
it's I don't know it's it's interesting but I I am I do worry about our young people a lot a lot it's mad especially when sorry to to interject you there but I'm kind of intrigued because you see it on the news all the time um, Mm. when they talked about these projects on um, helping people to um, combat say the rise in radicalization a lot Mm. of time if you're not if you're not in tune with what's going on on a ground level like me like I don't know anyone who's kind of um, at the threat of being radicalised right Mm. for me when I watch the news uh, to a degree it could sound like news speak but then kind of meeting you and you work with people who are going through that it's it's kind of amazing yeah the next time if i do watch the news I don't, i'm not going to look at it as news it's funny because the first the the new i live with my nan like yeah. we live together so the, the news that yeah. i see is um yeah so the the news that i see is like uh middle eastern news or pakistani news yeah. and um it's it it angers me and it frustrates me because i see what's going on like back yeah, back yeah. home and the country being infiltrated and that's you're never mm. going to see that on bbc in 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 a million years you're never yeah. going to see it but i think you know a big part of fueling you know why why young why people feel so angry is because in like for example a pakistani household mm. that is what is on the tv most yeah. of the time it is young yeah. kids being you know killed by soldiers and things like that and and they don't it's not here where it's like yeah and it's just like so when you see that there's anger there's and the the fact that it's not getting mainstream news and so you know it does literally feel so raw the footage like when when and then it's like but they feel like they have to get it out there but it's only circulating i can imagine you feel like so powerless and frustrated Mm. like i remember i actually it, it i'm i thought about this remember when like it still happens but i feel like especially in 2016 like like there was just all more and more videos of like police brutality yeah mostly yes, in america yes. and i was just watching all these black people getting beaten up and thing and i was just like yeah and i yeah. just wanted to do something in it like yeah. fully and yeah. i just felt like oh man like, i don't and i didn't know what in it do you know what i mean and I, and it kind of made me think of like i wonder if this is like in any way similar like if you're if you're like it just gave me a small like insight into what i can imagine people like w- seeing like troops just go into like their country yeah, and just off just fully and... just just raiding villages yeah. and, do, and doing all this fuckery and and you're like you're just there watching it and you see even though like like the same way i saw like in america like thousands of miles away i still see all them as my brothers of course do you know what i mean being terrorized yeah, of course of course you yeah. know so i can only imagine and that's um, what it is just it's injustice isn't it injustice yeah. yeah and then you can't look to your kind of local politicians or nope. to do no. anything so it's like mm. how how do how do you do something yeah but that's you the know? that's the sad thing is when you can't do something it, the the energy goes inward and the frustrations go yeah. inward yeah. and then that is what fuels young people to want to go over yeah mm-hmm. plus all the traumas that whatever trauma they've had or, or whatever and then it fuels you to go wait hang on I'm, I want to go and help my brothers and sisters because mm. they are your brothers and sisters I don't fully, care what anyone fully. says they, they are yeah. like yeah. you feel it you feel there's a connection there mm. 
you know and it's like of course you feel like you want to go over and you want to do something i i get it i get why they want to go yeah i want to go sometimes yeah, I, yeah, I can, yeah as a I fully westernized young woman who's grown up in london i'm frustrated so yeah. you know what they must be feeling yeah. at 16 hormones kicking but yeah. i think you're telling the tales Mm. and that's important yeah you know what I'm saying because it it makes people that would hear stories and switch off Mm. because they've been pumped full of this trauma by looking at a screen or open up a newspaper yeah but the way that you're telling it on Mm. the stage you're personalizing the individual yeah and it makes you connect with that person yeah I'm I also think as well like the thing is is that you do get you know some for example some venues which will never you know it's, it's i mean which which won't necessarily champion a, a play about you know um a black family or mm-hmm. a muslim yes. family yeah. unless it's a biopic about malcolm x or gandhi or yeah. do you know what i mean unless it's like a biopic and it's like all done to the audience and it's very edu like it's it's almost educational but to actually like for me i love to have a narrative and stakes and Mm. things going on Mm. like and these characters just being you don't see that it's a it's a theme about gang they're just three human beings and then everything is the world is around them but i think it's really important that we we can we can engage people through narrative and not like biopic kind of educational mm-hmm. tale do you know what I mean yeah. like I think it's really really important and it's really important that we get the space to do that Absolutely. definitely definitely so um one I think like one <laughs> last question yeah. before we go on to like the silly stuff you know? <laughs> yeah we're gonna finish it on like kind of yeah just like stupid <laughs> shit that we do yeah. every week and also we I don't want to I don't want to lose some of the stupid stuff we was talking about because it's not, it's not stupid but like they're kind of fun stuff mm. that was because that, that was sick and we had a good conversation so, but before just yeah. just like wrapping this section up um basically um i just want to draw attention to and just ask like do you want in in your c- career like going forward like is is it something do you want to kind of because sorry I'm trying to word this good <laughs> okay so like truth, your man. social like your work and do you want to kind of all your work to kind of go towards making some kind of social impact to kind of mm-hmm. like you know showing people a, a certain type of people to kind of open conversations so for instance what you were saying in terms of doing outreach afterwards yeah. a lot of artists just wouldn't think of that yeah. yes. even artists that are trying to do stuff yeah. to to encourage social change and encourage conversation yeah. wouldn't be thinking about doing that mm. and i can imagine not that I can imagine like is that is that a thing that you want to continue to do yeah like is that a really yeah that's something that yeah that's aim? a massive that's yeah. that's that's it for me i just mm. want to tell those stories i want to tell the stories that you don't hear of yeah. that get buried mm-hmm. slip through the cracks mm. and i i want to do it like i said before i don't want to be a spokesperson for muslim women do you know what i mean yeah. i want to do it through really exciting narratives yeah but i think it's about making a change altogether it's making like you know because there's such a bourgeois feeling around theaters and uh, like people people can't access them yes and i want the people who i'm portraying Mm -hmm. to be in the front row 
Like, of course, done though. Do you know what I mean? If it's a play about reoffending, why are there not ten uh, reoffenders in the front row? Definitely, yeah. you know, because for me, it's just like then you make then it becomes poverty porn, and it becomes a yes, it becomes like um, yeah, you know, people pe- pe- people coming um, people like coming to the theatre from a very middle class or upper class background to basically go on a a, a safari of poverty for the you know and um and it's it's not on basically so it's about making making it accessible for those people and giving them front row tickets and and allowing them to see themselves reflected because it's really important so that's that's what i I, i'd like to do i'd like to make an impact and it's interesting right that you say that and i fully fully agree with that because the reason why i remember having this conversation with your brother right and saying look the reason why i don't go theater as much as i'd like to i I said to elliot i was like i really would like to go to the theater more right because i've always been a fan of um plays and whatever but they just don't seem to tell my stories or stories that i know of yeah but it's like we need more people or even i need to know of more people doing stuff that you're doing yeah like you know and i will go to the theater yeah like i did go to the barbican this week to yeah. watch um, Coriolanus. Yeah. Oh, man like um, It had um, Sopu. 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 They got Sopu. <laughs> he, he played a very... It he's, was in a my very brother's, he's in my brother's WhatsApp group slash squad. Trust me. It was <laughs> a very... Squad. Very good. Very good. Um, I had a very Shop-Hay. good time. Me and my yeah. girl went. We usually go okay. to the cinema all the time. Yeah. But randomly, we've just gone and saw on the play. I've never heard of it in my life. Yeah. But I see That's Sopu was leading, well. it, leading it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah man. man. Big up him, man. When Big I see, when I see man on, on the front I bought the program like, and everything. I was yeah. like, this is history. Yeah. So, amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. It's like, I want to I wanna go much more, mm. but it's like, I really want to find the stories that relate to me or yeah. stuff that I can learn from. Yeah. Because it's all good going to watch Shakespeare. We're all familiar to some degree with Shakespeare if yeah. we went through the British school system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And he's a very good writer as well. But I'd really like to go somewhere and learn about people that I probably interact with on a daily yeah. that I would never have known. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the, the work that you're doing seems to, 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 to be of that. So, But also getting them on the main stages in theatres because you usually have two spaces. You yeah. get a studio space, mm. you get a main space. And like, for example, right now they've got an amazing play on at the Hampstead Theatre um, about three, like... Um, uh, three guys three afro-caribbean guys who grew up together um yeah. and basically um i think it's over like i'm not i don't want to quote it wrong but i think they grew up like in a they're basically part of a gang yeah. but they're they're like london guys and you know those london it's a bit like yeah. you know snatch you know the the two jewelers yeah, 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 and it's yeah, like yeah. wow like oh, them, man. that's <laughs> like you know it's, it's it's about that but it's downstairs in a space that's no, never going to get reviewed i'm like why is that not in the main space it's for like people to see it's making that shift club on yeah. a sunday <laughs> oh yeah on a weekday oh do you know what yeah we'll give you a wednesday we'll give you a thursday wednesday and we'll, it's like no fam we'll Monday give you a monday, monday night, night, like, night. <laughs> monday night to start Everyone's with commuting. to start with and you're like <laughs> and you're like oh what but but a house and disco gets played on a fucking saturday no mate like no you know and it's, it's the same thing and it's like it's don't don't thing. just take man for a side man in it yeah, like, cool. yeah. But like, I think put some respect on our names i think yeah they should put some respect on our names and our productions and stuff but i think 
I blog, so I should play a more a role in this. Like, if I see a play yeah. that's telling the stories that I would like to see pushed out there, what's stopping me from going and mm. reviewing? I don't know how to review theatre, yeah. but I should write about it. Of course, you should. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 because that like contributes as even, well. Even just like even like a, a tweet here and there helps. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But also like the the massive platforms. I don't want to. I don't want to ever excuse the big platforms that discriminate on the daily. Definitely, and that I've got definitely. much more money and more outreach than than us. Even mm. though I don't want to undervalue our impacts, because I think everybody doing a small bit, mm. you know, pushing, you know, repping, you know, saying, "Hey, I saw this thing. It's sick." Yeah. Blah blah blah. Because I'll rather listen to someone that says that to me and go, then read a thing yeah. about yeah. it. But like yeah in it like people do need to put more respect on our names and they Definitely. do need, need to treat man seriously um so yeah i want to big up amvreen rosio doing you get me just being a theater maker <laughs> almost 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 the activist man might say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a social a social a social leader yeah um, reluctant representative. Do you know what? That is, that is the, you know what? <laughs> like the up until that one, that was the best intro, like closing, closed introduction. Okay, I didn't want to say reluctant representative. But the reason I say reluctant representative because I know you you can never call yourself like a representative because you're just yeah. building yourself up for failure. Yeah. I would never call myself that. However, I'm sure there's some people that do see you kind of as a rep in a way. So that's, that's yeah. so I don't want to whether you like it or not. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to take away thing from that. Yeah. And you know, just this this like theatrical superhero doing her thing. Yes. I need on, my I need my cape. Yeah. <laughs> no, Seg- man, that's segway. The curly hair, that it, is your cape. That's yo. my cape. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Highlights also. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. Um, so segue from that. Um just gonna wrap this up with like strong, strong women in other thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, we talk about Disney characters. We also talk about superheroes, mm-hmm. yeah. and and how like there's just not enough brown ones. When there's gonna be like an Islamic woman in do, being like a superhero doing this I'd thing, love that. and we're thinking when's that gonna happen? I was That'll thinking. That'll happen soon, man. I think it'll happen That's soon. That's probably happening right now. I mean, there's a there's a right now there's a there's a there's a bi a brown bi like queer superhero who's getting really a big following yeah so i reckon if there's if there's that i don't see there's any reason why there can't be an islamic superhero do you know what i mean i think there the needs thing. to be a hundred percent i think that would be great that um, does maybe well, i should write it you should definitely yeah i should definitely. just i should get on it pitch pitch yeah quick, <laughs> quick pitch pitch what, what would it be what should, what so should she'd, be? she'd wear the full she'd wear the full hijab uh-huh. mm-hmm. she'd be some she'd be based in like where where in London is like cool like should be Deptford. yes yes yeah. Okay. yeah okay she's she's in like Rest she's in could you say that are you from Deptford I was personally going to say like Bow or somewhere like oh, that Bow I don't know you know just because not not are we not we're not feeling north we're all south here anyway I'm more so. of a south guy south yeah. guy I'm fully south guy all, south, all the way through yeah it's born and bred no I was just picking places where I know there's like a community but that yeah. doesn't but she doesn't have to come from a place I think where she's an Islamic community yeah no I think alright let's say Deptford she's from Deptford, Deptford. Okay. yeah it and she's like, and she's I think she comes from a single parent family because uh-huh. there are you know I, I think I see so many like um, you know 
representations of Muslim families on yeah. TV where the families are all really tight knit. There's a mum and a dad, and I yeah. grew up in a single parent family, and uh-huh. I'm I'm a Muslim, you know, myself. Mm. So it's funny you mentioned that because I, I, it's like until you said that just now, I was like, oh yeah, it's true. Mm. You never really see it depicted any other way. No, and I think it's really as well. Like you, you don't really see. Um, relationships between mothers and daughters mm. in the in in a, a Islamic context, if mm-hmm. you like, it's usually the father and the daughter, and there's something very oppressive and sinister going on. Mm-hmm. But a mother and a daughter, like, it's just I'm, I grew up with my mum, and there's so much, not just comedy, but a lot of tragedy there as yeah, well. And yeah, um, yeah. and obviously the expectations that the community have, basically in this superhero wow. story yeah. the mum has been like taken out of the community because she's divorced oh, oh. Did she that's the backstory so did she did she move to Deptford then she moved to Deptford she, from Bow from Bow <laughs> yes she got the DLR straight down she got the yeah. DLR went or to South was, London because you know, you know South London East yeah. London like, yeah, she, that move she was okay. finished she was finished with Bow so yeah. she went down to Unbow, went down no to Deptford started again mm-hmm. said to her daughter it's me and you obviously you know then things started getting a bit tough financially and then the daughter realized she had these superpowers Jeez. what was i'm i'm in you can get i'll i'll, I'll give you a bit of investment God. What, uh, what um what what powers what powers does she have i don't know i, I mean they don't even have do to think? be superpowers but it would be kind of cool if they were well, I don't know what would be. Do you know what? This is a really hard question. Is coming up with a superpower that doesn't already ex- exist? That's true. Most most of them do. I think it's more like how you use it. Like, okay. Like, cause so like, there's certain things that I watch, where um, that I'm watching one anime and the guy is really strong in it, but it's and that's like standard in it like man's yeah. bare strong but I think it's more like what he has to it's like more how it's delivered like what he has to go through to be strong like at the beginning mm. when he uses his strength it like fucks up his body so he has to yeah. like train to so it doesn't mash up his body okay. using it and there's all this so that there's like a story yeah. it's like given to you in a different way Okay. even though so I think like most superpowers so I don't know there's like some superpowers that just might be used a bit differently yeah you know but even though they're they've they've been recycled yeah do you know what I'm saying so it could do have something to do with her hijab pin yes yeah like a Miss Money Penny too Jeez. like what from James yeah. Bond and like if she wanted to if she wanted to oh right goodness, it comes really in pretty. two parts or something and she can take it out and it could be like a cape or something like that yeah. or like you know like Wonder Woman's got the lasso of truth yeah. like she can uh, take apart a bit of the hijab right because she's like got the undulating <laughs> I love it you know what I'm saying yeah. and then she can uh, if she's fighting in a sword fight yeah. she can wrap it around the sword whoosh, Okay, so yes, all of that. that is I that's just, it. That's it. Just, it's got to be that. Just had an had like an idea to throw in. Uh, I gotta be careful about throwing ideas because I don't want to appear like one of those like old white producers. <laughs> that's all well and good, but what, what you should do is. <laughs> do you know what? I, I that's think. All well and good. I love that. I love that. I think, no, but um, do you reckon it's just an idea? Because I was watching, I was watching a thing in my solitary geekdom days, and uh, it was like this thing, this video on top the top ten like cloaks that superheroes had, and there was cloaks with powers and stuff, and cloaks that had were kind of shield. Yeah, mm. I was wondering, yeah, if like 
could her hijab have kind of some type of ability like it could shield her from something like Magneto or like, into like oh, that's how, cool like Magneto as a helmet Jeez. that yeah. stops Charles Xavier from yeah. getting into his mind yeah. like yeah, yeah, could yeah. it could there be something in that like that there's I don't know that's got some kind of power mm. within it yeah maybe I don't know I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a think, think. Think about that because that, that might think. work. But I'm that's not. A, I'm, that's a banging superhero. That is a banging Stand. superhero. And has she got a younger sister? I she, think. Yeah. Oh, that would be brother. so. That would be sick. I think she that. should they, have a they, younger brother. Yeah. I think that, younger brother. The younger yeah. brother like will the bear making all the gadgets yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and then she and then. But at first, he's like, "Where are you going? Like, where are you going? It's one o'clock in the morning. Like, you know, you can't be going out at this time." And she's like, and then she has to bring him in because he's found out about her. Did you have like a name? Does this project have a name? Oh my god, what is her name? It has to be her name, whatever it is. Khadija. Oh, Always loved the name Khadija. I love that because yeah, that was the Khadija. that was Prophet Muhammad's yes. um, wife's name. And that was a widow, right? Yes, yes, yes and she was a widow. Yeah, oh, that's quite hard. Definitely so there's already kind of a independence in the thing. I love mm. it. I love it. I love that. Do you know what? I think. We, I should come back next week and we should write something. Oh, <laughs> should. Yeah. This would be banging. That was Khadija. that was wicked. Khadija. Jeez. And you've got to pronounce the D as well when you say Khadija. it. Khadija. Yeah, the, yeah, DJ for short. Like, everyone knows her as DJ. DJ, yeah. And then she probably DJs and Merck's raves on the low key. <laughs> Jeez. No, fully. this is Pete. This is Pete. Oh, I love that. Be living out my uh, childhood daughter dreams. I love you know? <laughs> I'm going like sometimes like I, sometimes I think like what a man would have been like mm-hmm. if I was a daughter and I stop making a narrative I like because you know when you do you do that face thing you know that app oh, on the yeah. iPhone man I found I found out how I looked were you buff I, I ain't gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> man man might have been a penguin still yeah. like there was two images I got one image looked like I had a very hard life and the other image <laughs> like, like Things had been tough, and the other image, man, man looked like that. That yeah, man looked kind of peng still. And I looked, I looked at it, and I was, I made up this whole narrative for mm. who I was. I was like in a grime crew called the Gully Girls. Yeah. Yes. Gully Girls, you know? <laughs> yes. Jeez. I love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I, I, I started kind of liking her more than me. I was like, she's way cooler than me. Oh man. You know, she was multilingual and all that shit. Oh, she, that's cool. Oh, you proper made it. I, went in. I always said I'd just have a daughter and name her Khadija, but nickname would be DJ for sure. Yeah, 100%. Straight. But um, yeah, Charles is probably petitioning against that. She's probably got a list of names. Right, listen, uh, fam, I will, I will, I will fully, I'll fully back Fully back that. Now, that's got, amazing. You know, it's recorded, isn't it? <laughs> There's going to be people who are a superhero. So technically, if the superhero comes out before I have a daughter, I have more of a chance of calling my daughter Khadija. Amazing. Just to let you know, these ideas are all copyrighted. So no one goes stealing any of yeah. these Don't amazing ideas. Yeah. Don't yeah. be a biter. <laughs> stop it, stop it. Um, all right, then, so... One other thing, last thing mm-hmm. before we go. This is a longer podcast, but I think this is a good one, man. So let's of just course. We keep got it a guest. rolling. Yeah. Um, we got yeah. a guest in it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I was asking you about geeky stuff <laughs> and like stuff that you were into and stuff like that. And then you told me something <laughs> cool about about Disney, about two specific characters. <laughs> 
and uh, could you could you could you explain that? Okay, so yeah, all right, put me on the spot. Hey, <laughs> hey, it was sick. I can remind you if you want. Okay, so but you were pretty. I when I was it. young, obviously. When I was uh, young. When I was young. Not, not now. Not now. No, not now. still now. I, I mean, still yeah, now. I was about to say. Yeah, like, of course. Like yeah, I reckon now. Like, yeah, definitely now. You're um, still a young person. Very true. Cost of the quarter life crisis. <laughs> crisis. I was yeah. twenty-five, and they have a. I feel place. she's got her shit sorted, though. Yeah. I think so. Two plays. Yeah. Or more. She's not. Us, she's not like us, fam. I think she's yeah. got. <laughs> Trust me, you, you've done a lot. You've done a lot in your twenty-five years. Man, yeah, seven done, days I mean, a week. You know, you done. You know, two pack. You're like kind of two pack of the theatre world. Oh, da, done da, a lot of shit. Da, done, done a lot, a lot of shit. shit. You know that Gr- I'm gonna walk quickly, out of here and me. be so gassed now. That yeah. is, I'm so happy. <laughs> I am so. I'm the happiest person right now. Can you put Ambrine and two pack in one sentence? Yo, it's <laughs> all good. It's all oh good. my god, amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, so when I was yeah, so I um, yeah, I still do it. I love Disney songs. <laughs> so sometimes I will have times where I just put on a Disney song and just proper mime like or sing it like okay. if I've if I've never like as they like like proper go for it as well. Like yeah. I love it. Like a whole new world. That mm-hmm. is my tune. <laughs> I love it. And I will I will sing it like I am like I am Princess Jasmine. But I used to love um when I was little, even now, I haven't seen them in a while, but oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to go home and watch Aladdin mm. or The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm going to watch the Disney Yeah, you have to. Oh my, oh my God, I love it. That takes me right back, that does. But I, seeing basically Esmeralda and Princess Jasmine growing up was so amazing for me, being a young, um, you know, a, a young girl of colour, basically, just yeah. to see like two women who were fierce as well. Like mm. they were so fierce, especially Esmeralda. Esmeralda she was she so, was so she was so. Esmeralda from? She's from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Not yeah. as popular. Not one of the most popular Disney films. No. But but her she, character. She's so fierce. Easily, she's the Mac most. Dees. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's just a you know. that's just think about that significant. <laughs> real talk though, real talk it was it was like happy oh, meals. See okay. Bruh, she yeah. was Esmeralda. I ain't gonna lie, she was like Jeez. the one when we was growing up that me and my friends were like, yo fam, you know who's like the who's the nicest the buffest wow. Disney the buffest girl. Yo, she's Disney beautiful with it. Yeah, yeah bruh, she, she is the proper win. She in. is fully beautiful. She was bruh. from when? The hunchback. Yeah, so it what? Yeah, she's, yeah but, where's she from? But Hunchback of Notre Dame. But yes. do you know what? She's I from Jamaica. Nah, no, fam. you'd think she was. Yeah, that's what I kind of like to do. She was like, she I was feel like every, anybody. She was, she was for all of anybody us. could yeah. put their race in her. No, yeah. I know that's about like anybody. She was racially ambiguous. Yes, there we go. But she anyway, was a gypsy. Do carry on. She was a gypsy. That's, and that's probably all why she knew. looks so so much like other races because she like man's travelled. Yeah. Around. I mean, she mm. definitely. So I thought she was a Romanian gypsy. Yeah, like a Romany gypsy. Romany gypsy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, they're brown quite a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what that's what I thought she would. But then what I loved was that actually growing up, like my cousins were all fairer than me, yeah. and they probably resembled Princess Jasmine a lot more than me. Mm. And um, I was like, I'm not quite there. Like, I'm not quite. Do you know what I mean? I'm not yeah, quite yeah. there. Whereas all my cousins were, mm-hmm. and um, and then. Esmeralda came on Jeez. the scene Yo. and I was like hang Esmeralda. on a second beauty comes Esmeralda yeah oi listen 
wipes the floor with Princess Jasmine. <laughs> Do you think in that Di- makes my day? I'd say in Disney beauty kind of comparison yes. and personality. Yeah, because she was she was more woke. She was woke. I mean, you can't blame Princess Jasmine because of her upbringing. Mm. She wasn't given that freedom. Yeah, Esmeralda's travelled. She's 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 seen things, but yeah. fully fully more woke, more feisty. Didn't rely. If I'm remember correctly, didn't really rely on any man to try and. No. Do you know what I mean? Because she could. She she was like she punched up guys, you know. She, she was, was like yeah. murking the tink. She could do kind of magic, just disappear. Yeah. She was kind of like a superhero in a way, I, I and like also she was she was yeah. like um, sex kind of positive, like kind of mm-hmm. like confident. Yeah, but it was all yeah, it was her yeah, own. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't like. I read it somewhere like she wasn't, you know, like the kind of image of women in, in, in films, like there's the whore and then there's the Madonna. She wasn't yeah. either yeah. of them. No. She was just, you know, she was just a confident woman. And I actually read in this article, I'm just going to quote it, um, one of the uh. g- greatest moments in the movie is when she defies Frollo authority, Frollo's authority by cutting Quasimodo. Yeah, man, saw this today. Um, and she said, you mistreat this poor boy the same way you mistreat my people. You speak Jeez. of justice, yet you are cruel to those most in need of your help. Wow. Yes. She puts her fist up as well. Oh Yo, she's rapping for all fun. of us out here. <laughs> Let's have a moment for Esmeralda. Yes. Wow. The, the yes. time where Disney repped it for people of colour. For yeah. all of us. Oh my let's, gosh. Let's, let's have a moment. I love for her. Esmeralda. When I go home, I'm going to pour out a bit of liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Sit that do a shot. My, like, my God, I was never interested in Disney, but now <laughs> this is a moment that I regret watching films like um. New Jack City and everything when I could have been watching Disney as a five-year-old. Watching films about crack. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Bro, definitely. But, uh, I'm gonna watch. I'm that gonna one's watch worth. That one's worth like going on again because it was only yeah. because you brought her up. That I was like, I'd fully remembered. I was like, yeah. oh, let me let me check this film out again. Yeah, and it's good, man. I mean, I was a, still a bit disappointed. She ended up with my man. Yeah, I was. A bit I didn't disappointed want her to end up with either with of them. any yeah. with anyone. Yeah, with, no, with yeah, with anyone. I just wanted her to have a good life. Yeah, and be like, yeah, yeah, like she's eligible, but. But I think as well that they they should have stuck to the traveler thing that she's a traveler. Yeah, she just left, and she just left. Oh, I'd love that. She, but she, then she. But then, isn't it funny? Like people would be like, "She's a heartbreaker. She's oh, this." And actually, no, it's got man. nothing to do with that. It's no. just the fact that she's independent and wants mm. to move on and help someone else and put her fist in the air like somewhere else and make a big speech. Yeah, like a cat, like one of those cowboys and those western films that just leave, go from town to town. I love it. Helping people. Like right. But yes. it's, but yes. as a as a gy- <laughs> but it's like why should she have left her gypsy? Do you know what I mean? As a gypsy, she's a traveller and they should have continued that. I know, it's like, it's just the same with fucking... When he was talking about Little Mermaid, it's like, I allow it, man. She just left her... She's just a human now, isn't it? She just just, just left left all of that shit. Yeah. She should have been swimming in the sea and that. Yeah. So what 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 film do they? I'm just trying to think of something where they don't compromise, where the princess doesn't compromise for the for the for the prince. Okay, in Pocahontas. No man, I swear she marries that white. No, she stays. Does she stay? She stays with her lat like her. Do you remember she's he sails off and she's at the top and she's watching him go. I can't remember what happens in Pocahontas. Pocahontas. The real story, I swear. In the real story, I swear she leaves though. 
No. What in a real no. life story? No. Oh damn! I'm just I'm just remembering this as just no. Just she more, stayed more with her. I okay. loved that. I loved that she stayed with her with her her people. Oh, I can't remember that. Okay. Yeah, and she let him go, even though she loved him. Boy, I love bye. it. She was like, bye. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> good. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm have to check that again. Yeah. In um, what about Mulan though? Do you reckon? I don't remember what happened in Mulan. Oh, so Mulan is a bad man film. Yeah. I downloaded it the other day just because I wanted to watch it. And uh, she's like, her dad, her dad is poorly because her dad don't have any sons. Like, when the war's coming, oh, yeah. the dad's like, I got to do this. Yeah. I got to go to war. The calls happened. And so instead she, she poses as a guy. amazing. Um, and at first she, she starts not that great because she's been raised as a traditional woman but fought against that she's more of a tomboy isn't it yeah mm. but so and then she becomes one of the sickest soldiers in the ting yeah do you know okay. what i mean and the, and the guy the guy in charge of all the troops bare likes her in it she's oh, like yo yeah. you could be like my right hand man yeah but you, he, you she like well. he likes but, her as a man he yeah, likes her as a not, not there's probably some subconscious feelings <laughs> and <laughs> she kind of she like blushes more it's like, are you you all right you're right like, whatever yeah and, and um <laughs> then obviously she saves the she saves the day at the end but she kind of it gets she gets found out yeah that she's like a that she's a woman and i think man's at first a bit angry but then she like comes back to save the day mm. and then towards the end they don't even get like married in the film or none of that but i think when everything's done and she saves the emperor she goes back to her poorly dad and stuff and she's been trying it and at the beginning they try to like make her a bride to kind of make arranged marriages for her yeah. but she keeps on fucking up in it yeah um, and so when she comes back later on says oh there's this guy that's just at at the gate he's mm. he bear wants to see you and yeah. he just he just went all the way to a village just to say like look you know that do you want to do you want to hang out sometime or do you want to do this so i oh, think wow. that i think that film was pretty close to it yeah like but pocahontas was the one she didn't go really she stayed with her people that's good and let him sail off back to america i'm glad because i would yeah I, for some reason i, I remember it being the opposite no and i feel they did that in princess and the frog as well like she still opened her restaurant at the end of the ting she didn't give up her dreams for the king oh but still though like they turned into frogs man i was not feeling that so why do you have to do the black girl like that just turn her into a frog for most of the film but she's supposed to be a frog no I remember the princess, princess and the frog, and the frog she don't turn into a frog. The frog and the frog yeah. turns into a she prince don't, but yeah. she don't turn yeah. into the frog though in the yeah. original story no she shouldn't be she shouldn't have turned into a frog you want to yes. see more of her like yeah. do you know what i mean her and her human form i believe or not i've seen more animated films with talking frogs than i have done with a black female lead oh for real yeah fully mm. fully farthingwood talking frog oh um, yeah <laughs> animals have been told toad hall into yeah toad, toad was out of control the willows, talking man. frog toad toad was out of control yeah, that man them took over toad hall he that had to dude go didn't give a fuck mad guy I always try and I I find Alice in Wonderland really I don't I don't get it like really? I don't I get like I get there's so many like different um, observations about like as to mm -hmm. what it's about and as to mm. what he was J M Barry was was writing about at the time like is it coming of age is it adolescence it, was he just high on drugs while taking this and it was like a fantasy trip or something but do you have like a a clear 
thing I, of I, what of what it is. I really is like that, that film. film. No, no, that's that's <laughs> bro. You know, I forget <laughs> it. <laughs> bro, like I said, bro. And you know, the you know what, bro? Is, we're gonna have we're gonna have a day, bro, where we just watch these films. Yeah. So when you have you a you, bro, we can a tin like man the film. Dracula film that I always harp on about watching when I was younger with Christopher Lee. It was on London Live the other day. Oh, mm-hmm. London Live's that. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. London Live. Yeah. But yeah, the Tin Man is Wizard of Oz in it. Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, that's oh. Yeah. But the Alice in Wonderland's the Ruby Shoes in it. No, that's Wizard of Oz oh, 2. Come on. Alice man. in Wonderland. Oh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. That's Wizard of Oz. Like, no, Lion and Witch in the Wardrobe. They're both for Lions. Lion and Witch in the Wardrobe <laughs> is the one by my man oh, about the, man. the. So, what's Alice in Wonderland the, about? It's Witch. about this. This about this girl who falls into a rabbit hole. Oh, okay. To be, and she and ends goes up in into the Wonderland. With the cards and things. Yeah, in all fairness, yeah. she is dressed. Oh, in all fairness, she is dressed quite similar to Dorothy. They both wear blue Yo, dresses. I think yeah, what is they're that? They're both teenagers. Well, that is so true. The movies are probably made at the same time. Hollywood studio probably had two different scripts, but in their books, in it that existed long before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Emma yeah. must have been on absent for opium. <laughs> I think for so, me. but I think it's. I think with any anything you create, it's like everything eventually, like even Mozart's symphony will go at some mm. point. Everything will disintegrate, you know, in in years and years and years to come. But mm-hmm. I think what's amazing is when you can capture how you feel it's just about it's everything that you're feeling it's like a fire in your belly and actually manifest it into a piece of work yeah. and your work is essentially a big feeling at the time mm-hmm. and that's it do like, you find that and then it goes do you find that as a creative right you write yeah so do you are you more of a proactive or a reactive writer what do you mean so say for instance reactive being something's happened and you'll write about it proactive being you thought about something and you're like this will be good i'm gonna write that what what where out of the two would you find yourself uh, sorry to take this spin out of fun well, we were trying to finish it on some fun shit about <laughs> no, this are, is now we're gonna go back about real life no, shit it's not and it's, we all got stuff to say on that <laughs> and we all covered it it was no it wasn't we were talking ambreen was working on her fucking superhero story oh. and she was about to write the new all disney right. princess sto- not right. even princess just new disney female oh, protagonist sorry for <laughs> but you know what sorry for it was a very good question so go on in it what it is i never got to ask you that before you know I never yeah got to, I got no no let's let's, let's ask that question um proactive or reactive i would say that i am yeah i'm definitely more reactive yeah like mm. i something i see immediately like if i'll have an idea but then something inspires me even more and i think this story needs to be out now mm. now and the other one can maybe wait a year. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But there's something that is immediate and needs an immediate voice. I will follow that, follow okay. that through. And it's happened recently with two plays that I've, I'm, I'm um, kind of battling with. But one of them just trumps the other yeah, at the yeah. moment, and that's that's just the way. It, the way it goes and how do you feel about when you've written something right so you react to, mm-hmm. to something you've seen or the way you're feeling right yeah. what if you've done it you've written it you've got it out of your system how do you feel about revisiting and rewriting that oh, do, you, yeah. do you do you find that hard or 
Writing is a long, long process. I'm not. I'm not going to say it's incredible and amazing the whole way through. Yeah. Like the you know when you write the first draft they call it we call it the vomit draft because it's shit just yeah. bare ideas it's, all at once yeah and, and it's just, just it's just the worst thing yeah. you'll ever read like you do want to vomit when you look at it but at the same time like then when you go back and and you rework it i think that's i think artistry comes when you're feeling like a tr- like like you know when people when they they say they've got so many ideas and they never get it down and then maybe Mm. they'll write a treatment and then leave it and stuff i think Mm -hmm. true artistry comes in consistency and it comes in those moments where you're sitting there in front of your screen going what and it's it's the moments where you sit and sit and sit and sit and then don't have a breakthrough come five o'clock and you're like oh Mm. man i didn't i didn't get it i didn't get what i was going to do but i but it's that devotion you have for it yeah um but yeah i think it it, it can get really really tedious but there comes a point like maybe half what like in your maybe third draft Mm. where it's like wow like this is not what it was set out to be yeah i'm this is getting mm. this is getting better now now i can really chip away and make it really really great um but the first draft is is the hardest part yeah. i think it's a really really hard part and it's hard to stick to it and know that you have to do you know go to work and earn money as well and knowing yeah. that your creativity and your flow is going to be disrupted by mundane real shit yeah. do you know what i mean but um yeah it's not i would always say write something that you really love yeah and that mm. you really, really want to do because it's not easy. And if you don't love it, you will stop. Like you have to want to write it. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I can think I would definitely stack cans in Tesco's and do that as opposed to write something just for the money. I can't do that. Mm. No, I think I think that's a good. That is dope. I think that's a good. That's a good. That's a I good like finish. That. You know, because <laughs> yeah. that was that was that was that was that was some real talk. No, it's like and I think that was a good. That was a good way. If anybody's gonna take anything from any of this, <laughs> like, Defo. I mean, there's so much stuff to take from this, but I think that's a good closing like message, like, yeah, boom. And you know, a lot of people, and we only really talked about a lot of the stuff we talked about was the products, and it's good to hear, you know, how how hard it is to to it's do hard. it and how much consistency and get me you need yeah. to have. So um, boom, she just she just cut that there because we could probably get, go for like three hours or more <laughs> and we should yeah, probably like you know we should probably done the thing in it i think this i want to get my bike be, and that and this could be my favorite oh, episode you know he says week. that every episode <laughs> oh, no, listen, listen to what however saying, though this is this is up there though still this is damn good <laughs> like good. i've learned so much oh, in sitting here and mm. listening this is our sunday should be yeah, isn't it knowledgeable sundays lot. i've learned a lot yeah and mm. i wish you all the very best thank you and oh, best yeah. believe i will be at the show yes 100 you know, i will yes. be at the shows because now i've met i feel like i've met the person behind the scripts that i'm going to see yes on the stage. yeah 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 and yeah man i wish you all the best thank it sounds you. like you're doing some really exciting things yeah. not um, only exciting but stuff that's going to change people's perceptions and tell the stories that are overlooked or not being told in the detail that they need to be told 100 percent, 100 i'm fully 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 supporting this yeah. and let's get khadija somewhere oh my Yo, gosh khadija i just want to big up my, khadija my khadija being strong out it. there <laughs> and also just just putting this out there i'm scared that's what? all that's all good and well but 
if 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 there ever is a romantic interest for Khadija, can man be called Jermaine? <laughs> yeah. Oh my Ooh, I don't god! Know if no, I would that's like the end of the podcast. Name to that's, be. <laughs> that's, that's that's it. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> How like, did we bring Jermaine back geez. into into? We brought him into a narrative. It's like the modern that's day tragedy. It's like the modern day tragedy. And in depth, perfect. Deptford. In Deptford. In Deptford. Jermaine lives on Peeps Estate. Well, done though. Lives on Peeps Estate with my brethren I used to chill with. Ima- yeah. Big up, big up, <laughs> big up, um, big up Jermaine, big up Khadija, yeah. and big up Ambreen. Yes, you. as well. Thank you so much. This has been not really like you know, it's been really um inspirational and just yeah. you know really Great. interesting just hearing your stories and your story and your your opinions on things and just about your work mm. and just about stuff you're into it's, yeah it's man been, it's yeah, been definitely. really fun so thank you and you're welcome me. here anytime wicked and if you ever want to pass through like a pull-up like rave and yes. not talk too much and just skank yes in it 100 percent. i'm there um, i'm there i need to come fully fully all right safe done though ciao <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to start international out here. Yeah, it's nice. Been using Duolingo. Nice. How dare you defy me? You mistreat this poor boy the same way you mistreat my people. You speak of justice, yet you are cruel to those most in need of your help. Silence! Justice!